Welcome to the Blockdown Podcast, brought to you by EOK Digital, the number one blockchain PR and communications agency. Every week, we're sharing pearls of wisdom about the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency. Don't forget to subscribe and review our podcast so we can bring you even more great content. We are back. Our next guest has spent almost three decades simplifying technical jargon for her clients. She works as an advisor right here in the Netherlands for the Dutch Blockchain uh, Coalition. She is a member of the European Commission Working Group Blockchain Observatory and Forum. She also works as an EU expert as an evaluator. That means that she evaluates blockchain proposals for the Horizon 2020 project that grants funds to innovative projects here in Europe. And finally, she is a trainer, consultant, and keynote speaker to help create awareness on new technology, making it accessible for everybody. Her talk is titled Blockchain and its Impact on Business and Society. Please give a warm welcome to Jolanda Termatin. Jolanda, welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much, Chris. Very welcome. Thank you. It's an honor to be speaking here in front of all of you. Well, it's quite an experience to have a stage talk from my home office and almost everybody watching it from their home office as well. It's a very unusual situation. And I think the world as we know it has been turned upside down. Uh, a human tragedy is taking place and affecting hundreds and thousands of people. And besides that, it's having also a growing impact on the global economy and the way we do business together. And isolation and social distancing is forcing businesses to close and other businesses to re-examine their business models. And people are talking about the new normal or the next normal, looking for new ways to transact. And everybody that has been in the blockchain space for a while can certainly understand that this time of dramatic change can also offer a great chance. So let's move on to the next slide, slide number two. I think this is a chance for blockchain to prove its disruptive power. It's offering new opportunities and it's tackling cha challenges that non-blockchain savvy people are worried about like the risky dependence on vulnerable nodes in our society and issues like privacy. And it's a relief to see how fast we can change if we have to, if we have nothing else left that we can do. Think about, for example, all the schools that are closed. My children, they're nine and 11 years old. They started out thinking that they would have a few weeks off from school and they were so excited about it. But soon they found out that being home from school it's not that much fun if you cannot go to the park to play with your friends, you cannot go to the zoo, you cannot go to the swimming pool or an amusement park, they cannot get, visit their grandparents. And on top of that, they have stressed out parents at home because they're also trying to work from home. But now they're very excited about their moments with their teacher and classmates on Google Classroom. They're working very disciplined on their school tasks and they have picked up this new routine just like that. And I think it's amazing that the school system that honestly hasn't changed that much in the past 200 years is now quickly adapting to this new situation, distance learning with the use of technology. In this period, technology is bringing people together. And who could imagine that only a few months ago? I think that the Corona outbreak has fast-tracked technology around the world. Now, as we can see on slide number three, 
Um, I want to tell you something about myself. I want to tell you how I help businesses to understand blockchain and explore blockchain opportunities. As you mentioned already, I work as a trainer, a consultant and a keynote speaker because I think it's important to create awareness on new technology and to make it really accessible for everybody because that's the way we can move it forward. And as you mentioned, one of my clients is the Dutch Blockchain Coalition, which is a coalition formed by the government and public services, academic institutions and businesses in the Netherlands. And what I've done for them is that I recently researched the themes and the issues that the government and businesses in the Netherlands are dealing with when they start exploring and implementing blockchain solutions. I've also represented them and the Netherlands working on standards for blockchain and DLT at the International Organization for Standardization, the ISO. And you already mentioned my work for the EU as an evaluator, but I'm also a member of the Europe, European Commission Working Group, the Blockchain Observatory and Forum. And there we identify a set of themes to be looked at in detail. And from there we produce a report that is easy understandable for a non-technical audience. And they're also meant as a set of recommendations for the EU policymakers. Now let's move to the next slide, number four, and let me tell you about the reports that we wrote for the European Commission. The first report we wrote was on blockchain innovation in Europe. It was meant as an inventorization. Where do we stand now when it comes to innovation and more specifically blockchain? What we can learn from this corona crisis is that the world as we know it can change almost overnight. Innovation is not necessarily a new technology changing business processes. This crisis makes it very clear that business models that have existed for so many decades, they can become obsolete. And new business models will emerge just like that. Innovation is not just using a new technology, it's a new mindset. And then the second report we wrote on blockchain and the GDPR. The GDPR was back then when we wrote that report in 2018, one of the hottest topics. There seemed to be an irreconcilable difference between the decentralized approach of blockchain technology and the GDPR. Because the GDPR was designed to reach a balance between data protection and the free movement of personal data. But let me tell you, when it comes to legal issues and privacy protection, we can state that GDPR compliance is not about the technology. It is about how the technology is used. Just like there is no GDPR compliant internet and there is no GDPR compliant artificial intelligence algorithm, there is also no such thing as a GDPR compliant blockchain technology. I think there are only GDPR compliant use cases and applications of these technologies. And as I mentioned in my introduction, blockchain could be the solution to the privacy issues when it comes to using, for example, a contact tracing app for Corona, for fighting Corona. And then the paper about the legal framework and smart contracts, we have examined the intersection of blockchain and the law in Europe. And this report represents an overview of legal issues related to blockchain technology, and in particular issues that arise due to the decentralized nature of the blockchain-based platforms. It's becoming more obvious to the general public now that we live in a data-controlled society, and we have to consider the government and other parties that play a role and have access to this data. 
And how do you set rules for this? How do you govern this? And the urgency that is felt with this corona crisis may advance new regulation at a higher speed. The advantage, of course, is less legal obstacles and legal legacy on the way to implement blockchain solutions. But there is, however, a great risk of some governments and institutions abusing this loosened data protection for other purposes as well in the name of fighting corona. Then the next report was on trade finance and supply chain. What we see now is that the corona crisis is putting an unprecedented strain on the supply chain, especially when it comes to critical medical supplies. And blockchain might provide a solution to address many of these issues, and it's being explored on a large scale by different industries right now. And with this global pandemic going on, interoperability of systems to exchange reliable and up-to-date large amounts of data has become a lot more important. Then finally, when it comes to digital identity and digital assets, imagine how we can biometrically identify individuals that have recovered from corona and tie them to the test results, as well as to a high security document. The person then has non-refutable proof that they have immunity due to the antibodies in their system. I will tell you more about this when I discuss some noteworthy projects. Let's move on to the next slide, number five. There you can read where you can download the reports for more detailed information on it. It's on the website from the EU Blockchain Observatory and Forum. So let's move on to the next slide, number six. Let me tell you about some current noteworthy blockchain projects. The first one is on the next slide, number seven. I am sure you can all imagine the importance of data integrity. That's what it's all about. More and more devices and data often forming the basis for important decisions. And the internet of environments provides an ecosystem where IoT sensors can emit data along with a proof of data origin and creation time. And in addition, blockchain validated reports are generated with which data changes into authentic and comprehensible information. The organization behind this is VID. It's well known from the Rembrandt and Amspec projects. And they have partnered up with IBM and developed an API for this purpose. And they have the ambition to make this API available in the IBM Cloud catalog so that it's easy to use for everyone who uses IBM Cloud. Then the next slide, number eight, shows another project, which is called Unlock. And as I mentioned earlier, when I was talking about the digital identity and the digital assets, there is the Unlock Consortium that has taken the initiative to develop an open source and nonprofit application that makes it possible to provide, to provide proof on corona test, vaccination, immunity, with 100% certainty. And this application protects the privacy of the users. It allows, for example, recently tested healthcare staff to be deployed in a department where this is particularly important, or informal caregivers. They can gain access to nursing homes this application could also play a role later in reopening schools, 
readmitting staff in factories or offices and organizing certain meetings and up to restarting international air traffic. Of course, it offers many possibilities. Then on the next slide, number nine, we will see another example. This example shows how law firm CMS is working on developing standards and the quality mark for blockchain projects, whereby these projects can demonstrate that they are GDPR compliant. Because while it's hard to align blockchain technology and the GDPR, it is certainly not impossible. When developing your blockchain solution, you always have to remember to take into account the data protection, the principles, and the data subject rights, and to enable the users to agree to certain terms of use or governance rules for the platform. And of course, you have to make sure to only store personal data on the blockchain if it's strictly necessary and to try to keep as much as possible in an off-chain environment. Now let's move on to slide number 10. My aim is to help the non-technical business professional to understand the opportunities and the threats of new technology, such as blockchain, so that they can make the very best possible strategic business decisions. And I do this by giving workshops, lectures, and advice. I give lectures, for example, at international business conferences like this one or offline, of course, to help business professionals understand what's coming and what impact it can have. And as an advisor for the EU and many other large and small international businesses and governments, and with online and offline training, I help organizations gain insight into what blockchain is and what it can do for them. So, are you ready to take the opportunities that this dramatic change in the world is bringing you? Do you want to explore innovation and blockchain? Please feel free to contact me and find out how I can help you. Thank you very much for your attention. Jolanda, thank you very much for a fantastic presentation. Very, very valuable insights in there. Um, and I, I saw some focus on, on the Dutch uh, crypto market, which is fantastic. That's the cryptocurrency and blockchain market that I am in as well. So I saw some of my friends in your slides there with VID and the LTO network, uh, some fantastic players. I think the, the Dutch ecosystem for blockchain is one of the best, if not, dare I say the best, uh, in the world. So it's really, really fun times ahead. We're looking forward to the 2020 horizon uh, funding and what comes out of there. Um, again, thank you very, very much for joining us. Stay safe, stay good. Um, I will probably be in touch uh, fairly soon to have, have, a, have a chat, um, but everybody got a chance to figure out how to contact you if they need to. Uh, thank you once again for being with us and fantastic presentation. Okay, thank you very much. Have a nice day. Take care. Okay, guys, we are moving on. It's just going one after the other. This has been absolutely incredible so far. We're going to take a short break and be back in a couple moments. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening to the Blockdown podcast. To connect with us on social media, buy tickets for the next Blockdown event, or find out more about EAK Digital, head to the show notes for further information and links to everything. See you next week.